Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you, as always, by Solero Commerce. You know the name, you know the drill. They've been with us since the very beginning, and they got some great new technology coming through. So if you want a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you got to check them out. Contact Evan Orvath or get in touch with one of us, and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the Black Flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh... Occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we actually. Out, we beat him, so it's all good. Uh, Didn't need to hear that. Ah, all right. So, (laughs) fuck me. Uh, We are in. Is it? I don't think that we actually know what show we're on. uh, I think it's 102. I really do. I think it's 02. No, because the last post I did had Dukes of Hazard in it. I never did an 02. All right. I'm pretty sure. Episode Bib and Dibido. Yeah. Uh, episode, uh, that Flex Seal car, I think. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Who the fuck drove that? Like, Landing Castle or Ryan something? Priest, maybe. Ryan Priest. I don't know. Anyway, uh, as always, I'm Charlie Sanborn at C. Sanborn III. You are Brad Sauce. You're at bsauce96. Together, we are at Black Flag Pod on all things social media. That's an Instagram account. That's a Twitter account. That is a Facebook account. But more importantly, that is a Patreon account as well, too. If you head on over to the Patreon app, download it. Look up the Black Flag Podcast. That's going to get you 20% off all merchandise and exclusive content coming at you for some uh, extra shows that uh, everybody else just can't get a hold of. Now, um, we were going to drop a show a week ago. Um but I, Charlie, have had a very strange week. Uh, not to get all sentimental or weird or making me cry or nothing, but uh, my father passed away last Friday. I was supposed to fly out from Portland or from Boston to Orlando on Friday, literally hours after that had happened. So uh, some plans have changed. Uh, everybody has been honestly incredible. Uh, I've had, like I said, it's been a weird week. I uh, ended up at a, a wing house literally hours after landing. Had a moment. I've had moments all throughout the week. Bradley, I love you very much. You've been incredible throughout all this. There's been a lot of surprises. There's been a lot of support. Um, that being said, the DG12 camp, Derek Griffith. Um, I have a trophy from his first win this week that he dedicated to my father. While I was still home, um, I have had numerous numerous amounts of support from everybody around honestly the 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 country the people i've met past present some people i've never even met before and it's been incredible um we we had uh you you actually participated in getting some stickers made up that i knew nothing about uh which gave me another moment over at new smyrna where i ended up putting that on derek's car which you also facilitate snuck out (laughs) snuck out of a wing house to give uh stickers to our pal noah there yeah and uh Charlie and I were in a group chat with him, and uh, Charlie had no idea about it. And, uh, yeah, it's your dad went around Daytona. My dad cup did laps car. around Daytona. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. Uh, he did laps around Daytona in a cup car, car so. and an Xfinity car. So big shout-out to Noah Gregson. Uh, we love you, pal. We, we, uh, we, I've appreciated hanging out with you all weekend. Um, I think that we're all pretty close now to <laughs> all, the, all the shit that we have done in the last uh, 
eight eight or so days that I've been here, eleven that you've been here. How we didn't get a noise um, complaint one of the oh days God, is it, beyond me. Because we were wild, having a concert but, at like five in the morning. Uh, again, not to ruin anybody's Tuesday for when you guys are going to listen to this, but um, it, like I said, I, I just I love everybody. You know, it's I, it's been incredible the amount of support that has been thrown my way. I don't deserve it. Um, it really has nothing to do with me. You know, my, my dad's the one that's gone now, but, uh, the amount of people that he impacted and, and, uh, you know, just the lives that he touched, whether it would be the military racing, uh, people regarding my life, it, it's been, it's been really incredible. So thank you to each and every one of you that have, uh, reached out, uh, um, to either say a word or, uh, just make an action like Bradley's done all weekend. And, and, and Bobby, Bobby was incredible while he was down here. And uh, we've had a time, pal. Yeah. We, we have done some <clears throat> shit. We are in Daytona Beach, Florida. Still. Still. <laughs> <laughs> we've been to the titty bar seven consecutive days. <laughs> <laughs> I have been here since Monday, and I it, today is also Monday. And we apologize for not dropping the show for when it was supposed to drop, but we didn't get home until literally 4.30 yesterday morning. Yeah, I don't know if you can tell by my voice, but... Uh, I don't have a voice. <clears throat> I, I, I don't. Michael think... McDowell won the Daytona 500, needless to say. You know what doesn't make fucking sense? That. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Great little restrictor plate racer that guy is. <laughs> but, uh, excuse me? We, we have had so much shit happen. So let, let, let's, let's try to recap a little bit here. Uh, we got our, You got on a bird Friday. I got on a bird Friday, yeah. I, I abruptly here. woke you up saying, I probably can't make it today. Yes. <laughs> so yes. Uh, we, we changed some stuff around. I flew down Monday. So what did I miss between Friday and Monday? Oh, what happened on Friday? You did Volusia so, things, didn't you? So long ago. You did Volusia um, things. You did New Smyrna yeah, things. Yeah. Yeah, I landed and uh, immediately went over to New Smyrna, uh, I believe. I well, met up with Bobby. Uh, Bobby was down here on Friday as well. Bobby, little, no travel. A little, little later. Came to Florida. A little later, came down. We, uh, we ended up going out. Uh, that was the first. That was, that was the first night, right? That was the night Derek won. Could have been. I, I, we've, we've been. I've been on a. Do uh, you call call it a bender? Uh, <laughs> today was the first day that I was actually hungover. Uh, if that's telling you anything, um, yeah. But we, we uh, went over to New Smyrna, watched Derek win. That was fun. Um, kind of just tagged along with that crew for the entire night because uh, Bobby hadn't landed quite yet, and, um, and then we ended up ended up going out and drinking a little bit later after that. That motherfucker made me cry. I wasn't even here yet. Yeah. Watching on Track Pass. Oh, my God. I really just don't remember Friday. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching on Track Pass, right? And we're literally a day removed from, from what had happened. And uh, I'm watching just to get my mind off of things. And fucking Derek Griffith goes out, absolutely dick stomps the field. And uh, I'm watching on NBC Sports Track Pass. You know, kind of a big deal. And Derek goes off and, you know, dedicates the whole race to, to my father. And this, that, the other thing. I'm like, motherfucker, I just need to get down there. So... Uh, I missed out on that, which was kind of a bummer. But um, you went to you went to Volusia too, didn't you? Yeah, you did dirt track things. Yeah, I went to New Smyrna the first two nights. I had no intentions on. Actually we're so going. bad for short track racing. We've done nothing but go to short tracks every single day this week. I went to Volusia uh, Sunday because they were the only ones that really kind of understood that there was a uh, fairly important football game that was being played that night. So they they started their racing at about three. Um, so we went to Volusia. We had a big crew: uh, Matt Swanson, Scene Foster, Justin Williams, Ashley Crowley. Robert Timmons and myself, um, we were all partaking. We were all dabbling in the dirt tracking, and uh, yeah, that was that was actually a wild night. So I do kind of remember a little bit of that. Um, that was a, a, a tame night, if you will. I think we probably uh, kept there, you know, kept it down a little bit. Probably like 15, 20 beers. Not like not a big night. Yeah, or nothing. not not nothing. Yeah. Big, no. So uh, <laughs> we uh, 
Yeah, we were basically just watching from like the you know the stand up area at the very top. Saw Kyle Larson. That's uh, it's, it's my boy, uh, <laughs> if you will. And uh, no, like the watching watching dirt track or dirt dirt cars are cool. Uh, I've always been big on the late models. I didn't think that the sprint cars were as cool as the late models. Um, I've only seen both a couple times, but uh, I would like to switch my take and go uh, fully on board the sprint car because holy fuck. Uh, that was badass. Never really seen the world of outlaws before, so that's probably why. Um, I will say the one person that really caught my eye was that Geo Selzy fella. Holy fuck! Yeah, he was boogieing, and then he did a backflip down the backstretch or a front stre- front flip down the backstretch. Yeah, front flip. Yes, Jesus. I believe Casey Kane got into him or something, and he did uh, quite the quite the flip. There was some there was some wrecks. Uh, yeah, was, there was a couple, two, three of them. That was that was fun, fun day all in all at the dirt track, and then. Uh, it was Sunday, so I assume we probably went to the titty bar. <laughs> I honestly couldn't yeah. tell you. I had I had severe FOMO going on for sure. <clears throat> oh my god, we we uh, went to Wing House. I think it was the first time, the first day we were here. Bobby and I went to Wing House. Um, I ended up at the titty bar Friday night because I was out with Frenchie and Jay and Timmy and could have been. Ah, uh, yeah, and Saturday. Saturday, we went to Beachside Tavern in New Smyrna with the Griffith crew, and then Bobby disappeared. I disappeared later in the week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That we, was a whole we, deal. We lost to Bradley, but we're not there yet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was, that was Saturday. I'm trying to just remember, you know. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday the, the foosball game happened, so maybe we didn't go to the titty bar. I think we went to. We, I know we went to this really shitty like place called like Daytona Wing and Co or something like that, and it is not worth your time. And I could tell you that because there was no one in there other than us watching Perfect. the Super Bowl on the biggest TV I've ever seen in my entire life. Nice little place, not great food. <laughs> Bobby never got the food that he ordered, so wow. that was fun. Good. Yep. Um, and also, when you order wings, typically you're like, "Oh, I'll take you know teriyaki wings." You're like, "Oh, perfect. Uh, that sounds good." And then you get them, and it's just the wings plain with teriyaki sauce on the side. You're like, oh, okay. you're fucking what when? Yeah. So that was uh, less than thrilling. That's tough. And when you uh, dunk I don't your wings. think that, I don't think we went to the titty bar that night. Actually, I think we refrained refrained from titty bar barring that night. But the the next night was when you titty, showed up. So we barring. we uh, we dabbled in a titty bar or two, if yeah. you will. Yeah. So I uh, <clears throat> I landed in uh, uh, Orlando, and uh, again I, I had had a weird couple of days there. Prior to, and I, uh, I go to get my bag, and I, uh, you know, not even thinking, just kind of rush around getting my stuff, and uh, my bag was the first one off the plane, which, my luck, that never happens. I'm usually there for three hours waiting for fucking everybody's shit to go around. Mine was the first one off the plane. I was like, oh, fuck, that's cool. So I grab it, and I, uh, I bebop on out, out to the, uh, the arrivals terminal waiting for Bradley to show up in our sweet fucking gold <laughs> Honda Accord or whatever yeah. what is that is that what it is yeah Honda Accord oh yeah so I need before yeah. we before we go too much farther I yeah. need to just say that when we first landed the uh, car uh, rental deal there was all under Charlie's information so they oh yeah people called <laughs> to change that into my name um, one thing led to another and that just didn't happen so I'm also not 25 so that was like $400 extra for the 11 months that we're down here <laughs> it feels like and so they're like oh you know you guys had a compact car is that still fine like a nissan versa or like a ford focus or something and i'm like yeah whatever i don't give a shit i get out there it is a fucking chevy spark um <laughs> the, the 
dinner table that we are currently at is about as big as the car. My luggage would not fit in the back seat, let alone the three humans that we're going to be shuttling to the airport tomorrow. Um, so I was just thinking, like, how the fuck are we going to do this? So I had to go back to the airport and pick up Josh Sunday. I had to pick up Charlie Monday. <laughs> And so I'm like, I'm going to figure out how to fucking... You're very familiar with the trip from Daytona to yeah. Orlando at this I was like, point. I'm going to fucking figure out how to get, like, Enterprise on the phone, right? So <clears throat> we're going out we're going out to lunch or something, and uh, we got a big group of people, and uh, I picked up Sammy Anderson, and I was, and I was like, ah, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to exchange the car. And she goes, oh, well, well, let me see the rental inf- information, and I'll call him. So she calls him, and, and I don't handle talking on the phone well. I just don't like to, especially when I'm in a car. It's kind of impossible to pace around on the phone when you're, you know, in the car. Um, so it just makes me feel uncomfy and she handled it like a champion. Like she'd done it before. And one thing led to another and we got a free upgrade to a Honda Accord. So, uh, that, <laughs> you know, what doesn't sucks. suck. You know, what sucks <clears throat> is when your upgrade is to a Honda Accord. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, if you've seen, if you had seen the car previously, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't going to do the job. Oh my God. No, <laughs> you couldn't even fit four full size humans in the car. So. You could fit two and then maybe one laying down in the back seat, which actually happened at one point or another because when I went to go return it, there was foot marks all over the side because when we went to Beachside, Bobby was laying down in the back seat and there was his feet were all over the door <laughs> and it was not, it was, no, no, it was very, it wasn't returned the way that it was given to me. I understand. <laughs> Let's just say that. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> and at one point or another, the car, so the car is so small that Bobby is literally driving from the back seat. <laughs> on the way to Beachside, Sean Foster is leaning over and accelerating the car with his left hand. <laughs> and we did accelerating with his left hand. Yes. Like the gas pedal where your feet yes. go. Yeah. So I yeah. was, so basically I was driving a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that was, I just need to get that little rental car thing in there. Yeah, no, I understand. So <laughs> I, uh, again, so you had done all that. Now I get out of the plane, I get my bag and I, I go off to the, the the arrivals terminals right so at Orlando or Orlando Airport they have all like American Airlines United you know JetBlue whatever and each one of those has like numbered stops so that if you're Bradley trying to pick up a Charlie at the airport I can tell you hey I'm at terminal whatever so naturally I get my shit I go out the door I look up I'm at terminal 23 which that was my father's number like of course why wouldn't why would that not be the case so uh, it was a weird start to it, but you picked me up, and then I believe we just headed straight to. We went well. We went. We to came this. back here, but did we come back here first? Yeah, we did wing house things. Yeah, did we? Yes, yes. I think yeah. we did. Oh yeah, we were going. We, yeah, we ended up coming back, dropping you off, and going to wing house with Derek Nealon and Bobby Timmons. Yes, and yes, yes. Then we and Sammy Anderson. Yes, yes, she was there. Okay. And uh, I don't remember. We all had a good chat. You know, it was good to good to be away from or things. And uh, yeah, we made friends with the bartender for weeks. Uh, uh, yeah, so my future ex-wife Taylor. Um, uh, we we ended up basically moving. And is this the night we started the buckets? <clears throat> no, no, it no. wasn't. That was that was not the first. That, that was, not was no. I don't. It's all kind of blended together at this point. Yeah, that was that was uh, the night. When we started the buckets, that was Tuesday. Okay. I know that because Noah flew in on Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> and Noah FaceTimed us while we were sitting at Wing House and said, yo, you guys want to grab food? And I was like, yeah, we're at Wing House right now. He's like, oh, no shit. I was just going to invite you to Wing House. All right, I'll be there in five. He didn't partake in the bucketing with us, but we have his sweet signature on one of the buckets that we stole. <laughs> yeah. That has now been signed by everyone that has hung out with us 
this whole week. Yes, <laughs> I believe. Uh, so that's gonna be a fun carry on. So we fast that and the Hoosier flag. Well, we we did New Smyrna things Monday night. Yeah, uh, that yeah. didn't suck. No, at all. It could have. Uh, oh, that was when I disappeared, right? Was it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Monday. Was yeah. It so I was I was uh, a shade more than tuned up, if you will, and I was. So we're sitting, we're all over with Dan Collins' group in their rental car, and by in, I mean on, and um, we're all just having a good time, you know, watching it, standing up on top of the roof of this Dodge Grand Caravan that um, <clears throat> might be in the body shop for a little while. <laughs> Whoops. For, like, all the panels to be replaced. The fact that Dan Collins doesn't own a silver minivan <laughs> now blows my mind. At one point, they had... Lawn chairs propped up on top of it for people to sit. We had Dan Collins himself sitting on top of it with me standing on top of it. They had half of Daytona Beach inside of the minivan and half of Volusia on the outside of the minivan. While I was on top of the minivan standing there, uh, Bodwell, I believe, broke the back door, like the little automatic thing that it does. I think he fucking broke that. So now (laughs) you have to be a peasant, you know, and fucking actually crank it or whatever. Uh, yeah, that thing, that thing, that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that thing, it was destroyed, <clears throat> but so we're all over there and this is like Monday. So when we first walk in, we had like a big group cause, uh, super late models didn't race. So the whole Griffith crew was over there and fucking we walk in and then all of a sudden Bobby and Derek are gone. So I'm like, Oh, where they at? Like, and then I found you guys over with Dan Collins. I'm like, Oh, I'll just hang out with these guys for the night. Perfect. So I'm sitting up on top of the minivan, standing up on top of the minivan, and then Reagan fucks off and doesn't say anything. And I'm like, all right. And then Charlie fucks off and doesn't say anything. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> and then so I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go sit in the stands by myself then because everyone else at this point is inside the minivan and I'm just that fucking dickhead that's on top of the minivan. I am also like obliterated, obliterated. <clears throat> and so I go up on the grandstands, I'm sitting down by myself. And uh, I'd thrown my backpack off next to the minivan at one point or another, sat down, jumped up to go take a piss, and slid like Nomar Garcia Parra into fucking sixth base. Yeah. Down the grandstands, did a fall down, caught myself like on my arm and propped myself back up, not next to the jukebox, <laughs> like I fucking ma- like meant to do that. And I was so embarrassed because I was like belligerent drunk 10 feet to the left the whole night so then everyone's like oh that fucking dickhead he deserves that doesn't he so i literally prop myself up walk into the bathroom take a piss and then i went as far over into turn one as you could possibly go because i was like i don't want those people to ever see me ever again this is new smyrna (laughs) this is new smyrna this is new smyrna so i'm over there sitting there just looking at the fucking like watching the races from standing up there like fucking reese bobby or whatever and Fucking, I dip out because I'm like, the race got over. There was like a big crash or something. I was like, oh, I'll go move the car way, like way closer because we were all going to do pit things. So the car is way over in the middle of turns one and two. Everyone else is in the grandstands. I'm like, this is perfect. So I go over. I, I move the car, walk back in, come back in. And I'm like, you know, chest puff, like, let's go. Now everyone's going to be pumped. They don't have to walk as far. I get into the pits and I'm just standing there next to someone. I don't even fucking remember who that night. And I'm just watching the races. I see that Dan Collins' van's gone, and I'm like, oh, shit. I should probably go look see if I have my bags over there. Went. Wasn't. Was like, nah, that sucks. Walk back over to the fence. I'm standing there watching the races, and then all of a sudden, Bobby and Reagan show up, and they're like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm like, what? And they're like, we've been trying to fucking find you for the last hour and a half. And I'm like, 
oh yeah, I don't I didn't have my phone on you on me and he's like and Reagan's like yeah it's in your backpack and he's like you left your backpack over there I'm yeah. like oh okay well I'm so, like the races aren't over so why are we what what are, like why is there a search party he's like you moved the car and didn't tell us <laughs> and then like in my mind I'm like yeah but the, okay the races aren't over so why are we trying to find the car and then everyone like the next morning was just like dude no we were trying to find out if you had left or not yeah and I was like oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's a whoopsies <laughs> because yeah. the car was gone. So they thought that I had left. Yeah. Nope. Which, I had not. which to be fair, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of well, sense. I kind of just figured we'd all congregate fucking out of the facility after the race was races were over. And we were like one lap into the 602 race when everyone found me. Yeah. So well, I mind you, I meant, well, there, there was, I think one race this entire weekend that got done before midnight. And naturally, we were not at that racetrack. <laughs> Every single night, New Smyrna, Daytona, does, didn't matter. We never left the racetrack earlier than midnight. I don't believe. No. I don't think that we did. No. Maybe the duels <laughs> night, but that's about it. And no. no, actually, no, because it rained. <laughs> no, there's a two-hour-long rain delay. So, New Smyrna the first night, it's a clusterfuck. They don't know what they're doing. It takes nine hours in between every race to get everything going. Don't know why. We left the first night at, what, 2 a.m.? Probably. And they still hadn't completed the last race. Actually, yet. no, it wouldn't have been 2 a.m. because we went to the titty bar after that. And the titty bar closed at 2.30. So, yeah. We left at, like, 1.30. It was probably, like, still 1, hadn't 1.30. Gotten the last race we sat night. down, and I was like, I'll, well, I'm going to buy Charlie Dances tonight. So I buy Reagan a drink you a drink or whatever and then we sit down and the first stripper that came up i'm like bring him so she goes and i'm just sitting there and then like the next one comes up and <laughs> i'm like bring him so now i'm just sitting there by myself again and i'm like well this is the fucking theme of the night is it not <laughs> so i'm sitting there and then some stripper comes up to me because she probably just saw me hand a cash to everyone else and she's just like oh do you want to dance and she like I was like no actually i don't but if you just sit on my lap for 20 more minutes or like for 20 dollars the minute the my friend Charlie comes back out. You can take him for a dance. You had a stripper on retainer. Yeah. <laughs> she literally was like, I'll take you out back. And she, this girl is hammered, hammered. Like, she's like, I'll give you a hand job. And I'm like, no, I have a hand. <laughs> I, I am all set with a hand job. And so she's literally like just trying to get me to go out back. And I'm like, I'll pay you $20 to sit right here until my friend comes back. And she's just now sitting on my lap. And she's just talking to me about how drunk she is. And I'm like, Okay, that's great. Yeah. Yep. Nope. Still don't want a hand job. No. Nope. Well, Charlie might want a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> she, Charlie sits back down and I'm like, nope, get off my lap and take him. And she goes, okay. She leaves. And then it's just Reagan and I. And we're just getting drunk for the rest of the night. <laughs> and that's, and it actually must, might have been two o'clock that we showed up to the titty, titty bar because it was again, only enough to get those two and answers. And again, this is night one. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> this is a whole yeah. night one. <laughs> yeah. And we, We've literally been there every night. <laughs> every single night except yeah. for one. To the point where we went that, to Cruising Cafe instead. Oh, uh, yeah. That's true. Wait. That uh, happened. Yeah. That happened. No. Uh, that was a nice night. Yeah. That was, a, that was, a that was actually probably not a cheap night. I've spent it very little money night. at the titty, titty bar. Yeah, I might lose my house after this week. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I literally checked my bank account on, like, Thursday, and I had, like, 1200 bucks, and I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Got plenty of money. I've made it to Thursday. I have 1200 bucks. I went into the titty bar Friday night, probably more like Saturday morning, to take eighty dollars out of the ATM, and my card got declined. And I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> Oops. 
I looked at my bank account. I had a hundred dollars left and I'm like, oh, okay, first off, why did it get declined? <laughs> <laughs> I had money. <laughs> Second off, Oh, holy fuck. <laughs> I am not going to be able to afford life after this trip. <clears throat> so needless to say, I started financing things <clears throat> that I didn't need. Um, that was so, so Tuesday night. <laughs> night number two now. <laughs> yeah. We're just bouncing all over the place. Yeah. So Tuesday, Tuesday was the day that Noah showed up. We went mini golfing. Yeah. After, after we, we, did. <laughs> we, we did. We drank every Corona in the wing house. So we, we go to wing house, right? And we had found out that throughout our endeavors that you instead of buying just one alcohol at a time they provide what is called buckets now the bucket is five alcohols so the five alcohols in which we chose for the night was corona lights because bobby had one i was like you know what that sounds easy that sounds light we're gonna crank some of those out so we all got individual <laughs> no that was the second time was that the second <laughs> we got we, got, we, we got, like oh we, we'll get buckets for the table just bring over a bucket for us so she literally just brings over five Coronas in a bucket. There's like five of us, whatever, six yeah. of us. So, so we're good. Gone. We're good. Not a big deal. Well, the next time we came back, we said the same thing. Yeah, uh, Charlie's like, I'll take a bucket. And she's like, just one for the for everyone? And he's like, no, no, for me. I'll, I'll take, <laughs> I'll take, I'll take one a bucket of Corona. And so we all literally got our own personal buckets of Corona. So we started off the third night with literally, we will take five individual buckets yeah. of alcohols, please. Yeah. So we had the table and at Wing House they have like the, the long bar tables that you can sit at with all your friends and pals. And I said, Yeah, I'll take a bucket, please. And that's where she proceeds to say, All right, uh, does anybody else want anything? I was like, I hope so because that's, <laughs> that's for me. <laughs> so so Bradley got a bucket, I got a bucket, Bobby got a bucket, I think Scene got a bucket. Yeah, Ashley got Ashley a bucket. Got a bucket. <laughs> And Trent got a Mountain Dew. Trent got a Mountain Dew. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we started off with five individual fucking buckets on the table, which I don't know if you can do math and whatever, but six plus nine, five pal, buckets with five apiece, that's 25 beverages. Our pal Jeff showed up fashionably late and got a Bud Light, but yeah. we, he can stay. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so we started off the night with 25 alcohols. Uh, from there, I believe we all got another round of buckets. Oh my God! We where yeah. the the uh, the waitress and or my uh, my future ex wife uh, proceeded to tell us that they were out of Corona lights because we had bought them all <laughs> from that night and the night before. So I was like, "Okay, fine. Do you have Corona extra?" And she said, "Yes." So I said, "I will take a bucket of that, please." Yeah. <laughs> so we got two more buckets. So we got more buckets, and I believe by the end of the night we had. It had to have been close to 60 alcohols between all of us. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe 70. Easily. I don't know. Whatever. So uh, we we left the buckets, and then we decided to go well, mini golf. Well, yeah. So that was not? that was the day that Noah showed up, so that he wanted to get food. Our good pal Noah Gregson. He was not yeah, partaking in the bucket deal. No, no buckets for him. No, he was drinking water. Uh, smart. He kind of had shit to do. He was down here on business. We were down here to be fucking belligerent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we go mini golfing, <clears throat> and that was uh, it's a group of like way too many of us to be mini golfing. There was probably say. twelve of us. The attention mini span mini golfing with twelve people is very much between non-existent. The, between the twelve <laughs> of us that went mini golfing, the collective attention span was that of a goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad, and that's and, giving and, and that's, that's giving, giving us, us a lot much. of credit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So by the first hole, 
<laughs> Only three balls left the street. <laughs> <laughs> went across the street, in which we made Trent Goodrow go get them. Yeah. Uh, Trent went and uh, fucking hobble on over no, there. No, no. It was, it was, give us some credit where credit's due, you know. It was like the third hole. Oh, I'm the so sorry. The first two holes, we actually <laughs> were very stand-up citizens. <laughs> the <so> third <laughs> hole, uh, a fairly important figure in our group, hit a ball across the Not, street. No one specific. Yeah, it was, it was Ray Parent Jr.'s brother, I think. R- right. Maybe. Yeah, Ray Parent's kid. That'd be you, Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, Reagan's at the table with us here. Yeah. So uh, to pre- preface all of this, uh, way to the beginning here, we are at the uh, the dining room slash kitchen table of our Airbnb in Daytona Beach, Florida, with three travel mics. So a bit of a throwback for us where uh, the audio quality is probably going to be terrible. Uh, as long as you can hear what we're we, saying. We have stories to tell. And Reagan <laughs> has been with us since day one. So... Uh, Reagan, I'm gonna throw the mic in your face at some point here. To, if you have anything to chirp in, let me let me know. Um, yeah. So yeah. Golfing. So once, basically, by the time we made it to the back nine, um, I and again, this is mini golf. This is <laughs> this is putt putt. Okay. I had lost two balls in a club <laughs> <laughs> for whatever that is worth. Now, one of those balls, for sure, without a doubt, unequivocally, one hundred percent. <laughs> smoked a car in the back the back parking lot now uh once that happens i chalk that up under not my problem and i proceed to get another ball of the same color so that nobody knows who did it uh so from there we uh yeah we were we were probably on hole like, like you said eight or nine and we hadn't really been even keeping score after no. hole three or four it took us three holes before we threw the scorecard out and noah looks at me and goes yo you want to play speed golf and i was like yeah five bucks let's go He's like, all right, just remember your score. First hole, I beat him by, like, four strokes. Second hole, I think he beat me by, like, one stroke. And then he started running. (laughs) (laughs) So we started running. And we started not even hitting the ball into the hole. We kind of just were fucking fucking around. And that is when Charlie hit a car. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So that happened. Mini golf was fun. We were there for. Now, now to be fair, I didn't hit the ball with my, the club. I, <laughs> the lady was probably I, I threw it. awfully confused as to why we went mini golfing, and it legitimately took us twenty, 20 minutes. Yeah, twenty to minutes, play maybe. eighteen holes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then from there, um, I proceeded to lose the club. Uh, Bobby got the club for me, uh, <laughs> where we then got into the last hole. Now, the last hole, uh, for whatever reason, it was decided upon by the group. Instead of hitting the ball with your club, you, you beer pong it. You beer pong throw it into the hole. So uh, our good pal, good pal Noah here, uh, he, <laughs> he goes he goes the beer pong throw into the hole, where I somehow absolutely home run derby this thing <laughs> out of his hand <laughs> into the neighbor's parking lot. <laughs> there is no way it didn't hit four cars. There's. Zero percent chance that it didn't. Now, uh, Bobby goes out and runs across the street to go get the ball, <laughs> where he then has um, everybody sign the golf ball. Now, once it's signed, Bobby fastballs it at a palm tree that he didn't realize <laughs> was directly in front of his face when he fastballs it. So that ricochets quite a bit, <laughs> as you I can think, imagine. Did he only get Noah to sign it? I think he went up to Noah with the ball and goes, yo, can you sign this, please? And he, Noah signs it like he actually wanted it. And Bobby, like, fucking, <laughs> and he was done, just hummed it and it hit the tree. But he, Well, he did, like, one of those spinorama fucking fastball <laughs> yeah. deals. Then by the time he had planted, he was 
face to face with the palm tree. <laughs> he fucking <laughs> bounced the thing off the tree, and I was like, "Oh no, okay." Oh. Uh, is this so, not where Reagan was in the trunk on the way to mini golf? <laughs> uh, no, I was on. I was in the trunk, or no? Yeah, I was on the trunk in the way there. Ah. Uh, Reagan uh, got the trunk on the way back, ah. uh, where he proceeded to unplug all of the uh, fucking uh, speaker wires, yeah. so that we couldn't listen to music. So I understand that. Well, that was that was a. It was he was in the back of the Honda after cruising cafe one time. You, I don't think he, he's made multiple trunk visits. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, he, he, he's been in the trunk multiple times. <laughs> it was perfect. We were like, don't. We had just left cruising cafe the second time he was in the trunk. That's weird to say, and. Uh, <laughs> We, well, had, we got these gasoline-type fucking drink things that are very much a scene in and of itself. Yes. And not only that, but we also have a human in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I have all the windows down, and I'm dressed like a fucking douche canoe. Well, <laughs> and I am blasting. You popped the trunk by Yellow Wolf. You, and we missing. rolled past three cop cars on our .2-mile drive to the Airbnb. You're, you're missing the fact that, again, we only have a Honda Accord. Yeah. Fits five people on a good day with a tailwind. We very many times would roll up to the Honda with seven or eight people, <laughs> and it was okay and a conscious decision, and everybody understood that somebody was going to have to ride in the trunk. <laughs> that like that was just that was okay. I got that, shotgun. <laughs> no, I got trunk. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> so this this is the group of humans that we had. Yeah. Um, so what are we on Wednesday? <laughs> yeah, I think we're on Wednesday now for sure. Oh god. Uh, yeah, could be. Fox. So, so we, we must have gone to New Smyrna yeah, Wednesday. Arca things happened at New Smyrna. Oh, yeah, that was Monday. Uh, was it Monday? We I saw, don't know. I saw our pal Jack for a second. Jack Wood, yeah, good kid. Wait, what was that? It must have been Tuesday night that we saw Jack and he almost ripped him out of a rental car. Or yeah, not a rental no, we were car, at the titty bar and uh, Jack Wood was hanging out the window. We were on the way to IHOP. I needed to say hi to our good pal Jack Wood. We had and, left. And he also needed to say hi to me. So we went to hug. Mind you, he was in a moving vehicle. I was, <laughs> I was stationary in the parking lot. <laughs> and uh, I think we both broke our backs, but that's fine. I don't know where, actually, that that hug took place because it was definitely not. It was closer to IHOP than it was the table. It was on the road. Because we had gone. Oh. I, yeah, I had gone was on the road. a red light? Yeah. I, I was in the green. I caused a scene. Well, um, that, that was the night you did cause a scene. Well, <laughs> Could be. I think this is where you probably need to take over. Maybe you and Reagan both, because I remember 0% of this uh, night. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Wednesday we go to New Smyrna. Uh, allegedly, they raced race cars. Could have been. Uh, and then we went out uh, to drink and, you know, have maybe one or two. And Charlie goes, I think I'm going to black out tonight. And usually when people say that, I'm the only one that listens. Because... Like anyone says it, and then all of a sudden, I don't remember what happened in, during the night. And Charlie for sure listened. <laughs> to, to be fair, I I made the conscious con, wow conscious decision that I needed this in this exact moment. I needed to black out. I needed to not remember anything about my life. Yep, I am batting a thousand so far. So we decision. go to the titty bar, right? And Charlie at like probably let's just say we got to the titty bar at twelve thirty. Respectable time to get to the titty bar. <laughs> so I guess you could say it was an early night. Uh, so it's probably about twelve forty-five, and Charlie comes by, double fisting, and just goes, "I am drunk, drunk," <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, goody," because <laughs> we have been going to bed at about five in the morning. Uh, so we still have a long time for Charlie to uh, do the deed that he was going to do when blacking out. So. Or the titty bar, one thing leads to another. We end up leaving the titty bar. Um, they closed it. But uh, <laughs> actually, the last thing that happened 
that night was I had walked in, got $100 out, and I had $40 left after drinking all this shit. I'm tuned up. I'm like, this is fantastic. Let's go. Like, still have money. We are walking out. We are getting, like, pushed out by security. And I was like, how much to buy this kid a dance? And I was caught. We were calling Ryan Borges, Ty Majeski the whole night. So I'm like, hey, can you get my friend Ty Majeski a dance? And I was like, are, are you off the clock? And she goes, oh, I guess I can do one more. And I was like, all right. And so she's like, it's 30 bucks. I was like, oh, I only got 40. Here you go. And I'm like, fuck, why did I just do that? <laughs> but not only not in Charlie's on one side of me, Borders is on the other. He's supposed to be going with the stripper. He starts walking with the stripper. Charlie cucks him like you read about and comes flying by on the outside and goes, no, 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 I'll, I'll go. And we're like, all right. So now we're just standing out in the middle of the it sidewalk. could have happened. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we're standing out in the middle of the sidewalk waiting for our good friend Charlie to come back out from, from his dance that he is now having. He could have very well fallen asleep because uh, it took an awful long time. And uh, so, yeah, we, we ended up, whatever, going to IHOP. We're on the walk over there. <clears throat> That's when we saw Jack, I believe, was that night on, on the walk over. We sit down at IHOP, you know, really just us stand-up humans. There's, there's a table at IHOP that probably seats eight. We have 12 at it. Uh, on the left-hand side, we have the respectable human side. Um, I actually told the waitress that, and that's why we had split checks, just for anyone that was partaking that was not aware of that because um, the table to our right was causing a scene the entire night. And the scene started by before the lady could even offer us drinks, Charles took every piece of silverware on the table and threw it at me. <clears throat> I don't know if you've ever had silverware thrown at you. It's not really that soft. Um, so the first one, like, damn near hit me in the side of the head. And I looked at Joey Parker, and I'm like, are we fucking serious right now? And by the time I turned my head back, there was another piece fucking slinging at me. And mind you, this is a table that seats eight, so I was hit with eight pieces of shrapnel. And I looked at Joey, and I'm like, put these fucking next to you. We're not giving that table back silverware. And then... By the time we were ordering, I look over and Charlie is just head down on the table, like either asleep or has, has he's Charles at least for sure. Yeah, yeah. The, account, the, the, the blackout has been checked off. So then he leaves, whatever. <laughs> he, <laughs> he leaves, goes to the bathroom, <laughs> sends Bobby a text. It just says, help. <laughs> so we sent a chaperone. By the name of Teddy Hodgson <laughs> to go to the bathroom because he was the only sober one of the group and we weren't going to deal with it. He came back with no news or information about Charlie's whereabouts or what the fuck was going on in the bathroom. He, he for sure went into the wrong bathroom <laughs> without a doubt. There's multiple bathrooms there. There's no way he didn't go into the right one. No. Well, could have happened. So we're all just sitting there waiting for Charlie's arrival to come back. He, he comes back. We end up eating the food. And like when they, the lady asked for checks, I literally sprinted after her and I was like, no, no, can we all be on one and they all be on the other because we're not associated with them. We just met them at the bar. And she goes, all right. <laughs> so we end up fucking splitting the check up. We're on the walk back. <laughs> and you have anything to add in here, Reagan? Yeah, My so, voice is going to go. <laughs> so Charlie was just gone. So we're all walking back. We take a turn. Charlie just keeps going straight. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> have no control. Like, like a zombie. Like leaning back. Like, like he, yeah. wandering, falling over. Finally, Bobby goes and gets him, gets going straight, brings him back the other way. He proceeds to walk into a street sign, <laughs> fall down. So we're going, and then all of a sudden, Brad finds a wheelchair on the side of the road. Yeah. Just abandoned. 
where the fuck does the wheelchair come from? So this that's, is that's what that's what I don't understand. So How do we just obtain a wheelchair? We, <laughs> we in go the middle of Daytona Beach, Florida, at five a.m. Where is right after you hit a sign and fell down too? <laughs> like that is why we have a podcast. <laughs> literally, you kept walking straight, and we we're all like, "Charlie, Charlie!" There's literally like twelve of us. We're screaming, not listening. Still just going kept straight. going. Like didn't hear anyone. Yeah. And it finally we get him turned back around, and that is that is about when he fucking d- did a fall down. And so we had finally got him on the correct road, though. So we're going straight because our Airbnb is somewhere towards. Because <laughs> 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 we're finally at this point, Charlie is being held up by two humans while he's kind of just stumbling, like looking like he is going to do a vomit any time, like in the near future. And so we're walking. I'm walking ahead of the group, and you know, leading the charge, if you will. And all of a sudden, I see a wheelchair flipped upside down in the middle of the sidewalk. And I'm like, oh, my God. Are we serious? Like, if there was ever anything to find at that current moment, a wheelchair would have been one of them. And so I fucking walk up. I pick up the wheelchair. And I'm like, oh, perfect. So we fucking <laughs> throw Charlie into the wheelchair. And he uh, is slouched over, uh, not buckled in, if you will. Uh, didn't have his seatbelt fastened. And so we had, a, we, had, we had some drunk drivers that were uh, wheeling Charlie around while we were walking down the sidewalk. And uh, one thing led to another, and I think that he hit another sign with his head. Um, he hit a curb and did a fall over. <laughs> he, he hit the concrete. Yeah, yeah, went flying. <laughs> it was, I wish that there was a picture of it because when he fell onto the sidewalk, he was like curled up in the fetal position just – just laying like like you would have never we, we, we could have just left you there and you would have woken up by the sun probably the next morning but i'm like what the fuck happened to me so yeah it was a whole scene he he, he hit the sidewalk fell down face down on the concrete for a while and then and then that was not the first time that's not the only time that he did a fall out of the wheelchair now, this was all caused by bobby's driving yeah too. yeah like whether it was on purpose or not Bobby wheeled you off curbs into poles. Like, yeah. wh- I think he was trying to hit your head off stuff. Knowing Bobby the way that I do and the, and the relationship that he and I have, I can almost promise you that everything I hit was 1,000% on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> there was no no chance it wasn't. Yeah. So not only that, but when Bobby wasn't driving that, Ethan Powell, how do you say his last name? Ethan Douche. Ethan DeRozier. Okay. He was driving you, and he Whoa. thought it was <laughs> just a naturally born weapon. Just yeah, he, he whatever he uh, does, it's not going to be good. He was wheeling you, and he started doing a run, and uh, you were going a little bit too fast for how fast you should have been going. Yeah, and your head was the whole entire time was off the side, and this kid almost <laughs> smoked a sign smoked a, a, a light pole we were like dude you're not driving you cannot be driving charlie right now because his head is hanging off the side and he you almost just broke his neck on numerous occasions so that's why we had bobby come back over and take the reins and that's when he did a fallout again uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> right yeah yeah he was he was the designated drunk driver of the wheelchair uh, but yeah next morning we wake up and uh, I I was leaving to go fucking fuck off somewhere and outside the door the wheelchair is now flipped upside down <laughs> Charlie's hat is underneath the wheelchair. Basically evidence <laughs> yes, at this point. It is yeah. 11.30 in the morning, and there's a wheelchair still outside of our Airbnb's door with a hat underneath it. Like, someone fell down and climbed into the house, which is basically exactly what happened, yeah. I, I think you forgot the point in which Charlie fell asleep on the stairs yeah. and then in front of his door. So there is a great picture uh, that exists. <laughs> oh. Charlie, Charlie started climbing up the stairs and would get about two stairs and then, like, fall down 
like he had just done the, the, the push-ups after the pacer test in fucking high school. And he's laying there, and then he'd finally like get back up. We're all just say, sitting at the bottom, like watching, just making sure that he doesn't stand up and fall backwards because that would be a disaster. <laughs> um, so he's climbing up, climbing up, climbing up. He gets like almost to the, the first like little where you can go and take a left and platform, walk up. If you yeah, will. platform. And you were almost there, and you tried to stand up and almost fell down. And I promptly pushed you forward and then grabbed you like by the scruff of the neck like a puppy <laughs> and pulled you up towards that platform. And I was like. He could probably sleep right here. And then, then all of a sudden, like, all of my friends were like, all right, bye, Brad. And it was just me, Reagan, you, and Josh in the place. And I think Josh had gone to bed. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I got it, guys. Yeah, everything's fine. So I was going to leave you there to sleep. And then you woke back up, started climbing up the next four stairs to get to the actual top. And so I pulled you up those by your sweatshirt. And then you laid down on the ground, face down in front of your bedroom, and I'm like, that's where he's going to sleep tonight. Yeah, yeah, that's 100% see, where he's going to be. See, this is the epitome and the definition of the difference between friends and best friends. So friends would have probably gotten me a cab, had, 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 a, babysitter, <laughs> had a babysitter with me, got me home, got me undressed, put me in bed face down, tucked me in, kissed me on the forehead, whatever. Best friends... Somehow obtain a wheelchair. <laughs> Best friends get you to the house, dispose of the wheelchair, and it is okay for you to sleep on the floor in front of your room, in which I woke up fully clothed, face down, <laughs> face down on the hardwood with $200 worth of singles in my hands, waking up like... What happened? <laughs> <laughs> One thing that we for sure forgot to mention was Charlie could would, didn't even know his name, didn't know his whereabouts, didn't know anything. He walks in and drops both stacks of hundreds or ones, whatever, on the ground. And then I was looking at everyone. And I'm like, should I take like a dollar? We just take a dollar. And then Charlie turns back around, picks up the ones, and then starts his descent or his fucking... Uh, ascent awesome. <laughs> yeah and i was like he's blackout drunk but still frugal enough to pick his money up i like that <laughs> yeah and so then there's people like messaging me <laughs> there's people messaging me asking me like oh is like charlie okay like our mother taylor there in the morning and i opened the door saw you weren't on the ground and i'm like well i think he's all right <laughs> so i went and i opened your door and you were laying there face down and i'm like okay good because like if you were face up i would have been a little concerned um, but yeah, no, it was it was a good night. That was a, that was a solid one. Um, you definitely took the uh, clubhouse lead in the most drunk that anyone has gotten, and you've not looked back. No, since no, I have not. No, yeah. I, I, I I have. So I have been here since Monday. Yeah, today is also Monday, so yeah. that gives us a week, right? I have yet to have a hangover. Yes. Yeah. The today was the first that day. is, I don't know that I haven't been drunk yet. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm petrified for when we have to get on an airplane. And I can't be drunk still. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I've done some things. <laughs> yeah. This week. Yeah. Weekend, whatever. Uh, vacation. Years trip. and decades off the life. Oh, my sure. God. I, if I make it past 30 years old, <laughs> <laughs> I will be astonished. I have experienced organ failure. I'm, I am fairly confident that my organs have shut down at least three times this week. Um, I have slept maybe 
maybe an hour for every day that we've been here. Oh, my God, dude. The lack of sleep um, is just <clears throat> unreal. There was one night. <clears throat> we won't get too into it. We went to bed at 7. I think this was, that, this was the next night. Anyways, we had karaoke. Impromptu uh, karaoke. Okay, so this is the Airbnb that we're in right now. Very clearly says... Remember when I said we're not going to get too into it? We're going to get we're going to get pretty into it. So it very clearly says no parties. Well, we were doing a terrific job because the party was always at the titty bar and then Waffle House, yeah. and then we had there 30 were thirty people, people in inside of our Airbnb at three thirty in the morning with the TV as loud as it could possibly go, <clears throat> only to leave to go to IHOP to come back and then proceed to play karaoke. Or have karaoke with music playing as loud as it possibly could from a JBL. And I'm sitting here like cunty, cunty, because I'm like, oh my God, Jill or whoever is going to call me in the morning inevitably. And then I stopped. I, I was cunty for about 10 seconds. I stopped and I was like, who cares? Yeah, you know what? This is a way better story than whatever <laughs> Jill has to say. You know, like, <laughs> this is unreal what is happening right now. Um, and I think that we should probably maybe leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, for sponsors and otherwise. Um, yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, so that was what, day three? Yeah. <laughs> we just skipped over the races on Thursday and went yeah, right to. Yeah, New Smyrna uh, happened. New Smyrna needs to get their fucking shit together, get done before. Well, that was Wednesday. Every, ever. Uh, Thursday we went to the duels. It rained. Yeah. Um, Xfinity happened. Noah was gonna make the race like yeah, fairly easily. Garrett thirty fifthly fucking did Garrett Smithly things. So yeah, saw him the other night. Tried to get him to come over. To Weapon, <clears throat> absolute hazard. Um, and then from there, uh, yeah, like you said earlier, Noah surprised me by putting uh, some stickers of my dad on the uh, the Cup car and the Xfinity car. Uh, so that that just added to my weird week, um, and. I uh, I kind of skipped over something from the night that I vanished when yeah. I uh, got blackout drunk. So I, um, let's just say one thing led to another, and I'm like pretty wide awake, and I'm like, ah, you know, I, I kind of just want to go to bed. Nothing helps you go to bed faster than just a quick hand fire, and uh, <laughs> and uh, masturbating. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember really, uh, really much of it, or if or anything of it for that matter. <clears throat> because I was blackout drunk. I remember getting to my bed. I don't remember anything after that. One thing led to another. I woke up naked. And uh, first question, obviously, that you ask yourself when you wake up naked and you don't remember waking up naked is, why am I naked? And uh, it was in that moment that I realized that I went to, uh, you know, uh, do, do, a, do a quick hand fire, if yep. you will, yeah, yeah, yeah. that night and ended up, uh, finding myself also unattractive enough to not end up doing that deed at all and just being naked, just <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just 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 did a sleep instead. Um, so apparently I wasn't that tired, uh, and I was able to go to sleep. Don't really remember it, but woke up naked. So <clears throat> luckily that was not one of the nights that I shared a bed with another male. Because <laughs> that would have been weird, wouldn't it have been? Uh, that happened way too much this week. <laughs> what, you waking up naked? No. My oh. God, no. Well, that was just once. <clears throat> no, I just woke up with other males in my in my bed twice. That happened. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Gave Ray's kid a smooch in the, on the lips the next morning after oh, he woke speaking up. Speaking of smooches, <laughs> our good pal, Scene Foster, <laughs> <laughs> whilst at the booby store, 
Um, I I think it. Who was it? Was it was it you? Was it you, Reagan? So we go up to the bar, not even doing titty things. We're just trying to get back. I wasn't even at the. I wasn't even there for this. No, you weren't. No, you oh. were not. So we go to the booby store. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and we go to get beverages. <laughs> so we go to the titty temple. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we are there, and Scene Foster is causing a, well, scene. <laughs> and Reagan walks up, and he just grabs a hold of Reagan. Like, he, like they, they are married or some shit. And just lays one right the fuck on it. Like I, you made out with Scene, and I have never been more jealous of another man making out with another man in my entire life. Because Scene Foster is one of my top one favorite humans on the entire planet. Yeah, yeah. So Reagan, Reagan made out with Scene uh, at the strip club to make my weekend only weirder. <laughs> and uh, I can't believe I fucking missed that because I walked in fashionably late, of course. And I went to go give Scene a kiss as a joke, and he actually leaned in, and I was like, "Wait, what?" And someone, someone, someone was like, "Oh, you just missed it. He kissed Reagan on the lips." Like, Excuse me. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love that for Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> and I was also jealous. Uh, so we also did race car. So I think things, that was though. Friday or Thursday. We also did race car things. Did we? Yeah. Ryan Priest uh, goes out and wins the John. John Blewett Memorial 76 uh, gets out of the car and proceeds to have a Black Flag podcast hat on the entire time for every interview, everything that regarded TV, cameras, anything like that. Had it in the car with him the whole time. So that's pretty fucking cool. Uh, Ryan Priest, nice fella, friend of the program, uh, big fan of his. Uh, Derek Griffith also goes out, dick stomps, wins what, three? Three races. Three races of the too many. Too many. Um, wins know. the championship for the second consecutive year, which is the first time that that has happened in 20 years. So um, thank you to the entire DG12 crew for everything that they did uh, for me regarding my father. And just congratulations to them for absolutely just dominating yet again here at New Smyrna. It's always cool to go down and watch the, the New England boys come down to just elsewhere and just show them how it's done. Uh, one night, they're actually fucking... Brian Kruzek and Derek won on the same night. So cool to see two guys from New Hampshire winning down here in Florida. Um, yeah, it's been a weird week. Uh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> we had a good cry on the back of a golf cart one time. Oof. Checked off all the C's Yeah, for the week. Yeah, Derek, uh, we, we, I showed up for my first night of, of New Smyrna, and Derek won again. Yeah. He won the second race. We, we lined up probably too many surprises for Charlie yeah no it's been it's been a lot so whoopsies we uh we showed up to new smyrna it was my first time there for the week Derek goes out wins his second race now whatever cool that's great i I go down on the front stretch i just wanted to just congratulate him that's all i wanted i want to say thank you for what he did uh when he won the first night he's like you got to come back to the trailer okay whatever not a problem so i go down there now little did i know that you and bobby had some information that I didn't know, <clears throat> and Bobby didn't have a wristband, so he fucking literally hurdles the like the gate and everything. And the guy's like, "Hey, you need a wristband." Bobby's like, "No, I don't." <laughs> and um, we we go hang out with the DG12 crew again, and uh, I'm just hanging out. I'm letting them do their thing. Like they they won the race. This is not about me. I don't want it to be about me. I just wanted them to you know bask in what they had done because that's that's some cool shit coming down from North or New Hampshire and coming down to Florida and 
just showing them how it's done. So I wanted them to enjoy themselves. I didn't want to be in a picture or anything like that. And uh, I'm just sitting there, and fucking Derek comes over, and he smacks me with this big old plastic fucking trophy from the first night that he had won. And I fucking lost it. I <laughs> I, I had a moment. Yep, for sure. I yeah. did. I did a tear or two. Yeah, dabbled in the tears. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, had and, a little and, moment. <laughs> and to me, it was more of the fact that like I still have all of my trophies. I I the, the people that give them away props to them because I just can't fucking do it. It doesn't matter if it's a first, second, third. Doesn't matter. Like you know, the, as a team, you work your fucking nuts off to get that shitty little piece of fucking plastic which is what makes it even that much more special is that they're so insignificant it's what it is it's it's a chunk of fucking plastic costs maybe five dollars and it represents something that is so special especially to those guys where they can't they literally traveled the entire eastern seaboard come down and show the southern boys how it's done and he gives me that chunk of plastic from the first night that he won and you know i i cried back home when he i saw him on track pass saying that shit and i'm like fuck dude like that that's some special shit so that's been on the table all week um you know that's that's been really cool and then uh we went back was it that same night the sticker deal no no that was after we so, told you that there was no more surprises yeah oh i well that was a thing yeah so he uh he gave me that trophy <clears throat> and i looked at all these fuckers i was like there's no more surprises right like i can't i can't do more I looked at Bobby and I asked him that. He looked me square in the fucking face. He's like, "Nope, nope. There's nothing else planned." I was like, mm, "I don't know, man." So, anyway, we go back and you know we're just hanging out again, just saying hi to to the folks that we know. And Derek comes up to me again and uh, he throws some stickers at me. I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" And I look down and it's it's got my fucking it's got my dad's face on it. It's got the the whole memorial deal on it. And apparently, that is something that you had set up with uh connor mcdougall and uh amy i don't know i don't know amy. i honestly don't know the details of it amy at all. and matt were the two that contacted and, uh, me about it but yeah there's another part to these stickers the day they showed up yeah i had gone brad, for a walk brad goes for a walk <laughs> says the wheelchair so the wheelchair that we found was a rental from somewhere there was a sticker on it says something rentals and then brad leaves comes back and he's like yo there's a guy outside like in a nice like button up whatever he's like i think he might be like looking for the wheelchair or something so that's what we're so like all right whatever no big deal probably no less than five minutes later somebody just starts banging on the door like trying to break in and like so fucking loud yes like very aggressive and then finally he sticks something through the door so like, we think he's trying to like break in now at this point like almost try to open it up and he's fine. And then he finally says, "Oh no, this is just like the mailman, whatever, delivering like a package." We're like, oh, sure yeah. enough, none of us knew like what it was. Nor did Brad at the time when it showed up. Well, when I knew what it was because I knew it was coming, I was getting tracking updates and shit. But that dude banging on the door scared the ever living shit out of me because I was convinced that someone was trying to find their wheelchair. <laughs> 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 I mean, they wouldn't have walked up obviously, but I would, they, maybe they were pushed up to find their other wheelchair, their backup wheelchair, if you will. Uh, but yeah, no, that was <clears throat> the, I basically left. And the minute I left to go to the beach, I got a text saying, Hey, they're out for delivery. So I texted Josh and I'm like, Hey, if the mail shows up, do not let Charlie open that. And then I was thinking, I'm like, he's probably going to know that there's something up the minute he sees something from Maine being shipped to you know, Florida. 
but whatever. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, ended up being you know a pretty seamless transition. Got to the track early to go distribute stickers. Was so exhausted because that was the night that we got two hours of sleep, maybe May- if that. Maybe yeah. Uh, so I was just I was just this so is, out this of is it. the morning after the wheelchair. Yeah. So I went to go I went to go distribute stickers all around and. I just, I think I got there and I distributed stickers to like three or four people. Um, really just didn't know who, who would be interested in it. And by the time I really thought about it, there was already practice and I mean, there was already qualifying going on. So, uh, yeah, luckily Derek, Derek was cool. And, um, someone had already, uh, let him know that those are going to be coming down in the first place. So yeah, that was, uh, <clears throat> that was almost the last surprise. The last one was obviously Noah, uh, going on the cup car and the Xfinity car, but uh, yeah, that was cool. There was some airtime on FS1. We were sitting here watching uh, practice, and uh, they zoomed in on Noah's name on his car, and the sticker was sitting right next to it. So that was uh, that was neat. That was Friday, I believe. Yeah. Well, that was the the last surprise, I believe, was Friday. Um, yeah. I think. Could be. But, yeah. And then Friday was the that mod race, Ryan Priest. Um, was it Friday? No. Uh, so there, there was a, there was a hundred lap mod race was Friday, Wednesday. We quickly touched on it, but it was badass. Ryan priest goes to qualifying qualifies into the Daytona 500 on speed goes to new Smyrna, gets there, starts dead last, wins the race. Um, and obviously like this, the hat deal, that was cool. Um, but yeah, Thursday duels kind of touched on that a little bit. Friday fucking mod race there as well. <clears throat> that, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a good week at New Smyrna. It sucked. We didn't think that that was going to be our last day, Friday night. We were going to plan on going there Saturday as well. Um, but the super late model race ended up getting moved to the first race. Uh, we were going to ho- hopefully go watch Derek win the championship. But the uh, the race, you would assume, was at night, the last one, uh, yep. cap off the, the week there. And I guess that they moved it because of weather to the first race. So we weren't able to pull the double and go uh, to New Smyrna after the races. So we watched the Xfinity race. That That sucked. Um, Noah got got uh, wrecked again. Really, no fault of his own. No, um, front, no just, front of the program, Bailey, Bailey Curry was trying to avoid the wreck, and Noah was coming to pit road and slowed down. And you can't really blame either of them. No, so no, it's just um, a matter of circumstances. Just a couple friends being dudes and stuff, and yeah. yeah. But no, uh, it was a Saturday. Was Saturday was a lot of fun. Probably ended in a strip club again. It's kind of what we've been doing, just spending too much money. Yeah, um, actually, no, it's, Saturday night we went to cruising. Well, yeah, so, we did go to cruising. Yeah, did go to cruising. Yeah. Um, fuck! I'm sure we're missing so much of this. Oh well, that's the best part about it is that Bobby wanted to be on and Sean wanted to be on, and we were going to yeah. record with all these guests, which we still have to do. But now we just have memories to talk about with these guests. So yeah. That was cool. Um, yeah, it was just a wild, wild week. We'll talk to, talk about Sunday here. I'm sure in a second because Michael McDowell is currently on the television. Yeah. Um, but the uh, it's Saturday. Saturday was a lot of fun. It would have been way cooler uh, watching Derek wheel around Daytona was was unreal. Derek Griffith um, led laps at Daytona in an ARCA race. Yeah, and then that's got badass. Jumped. That um, is just simply badass, and yeah, we we were fortunate enough to sit with the whole DG12 crew with Cassidy and 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 Papa Bear there, and and you know just Dolly and everybody, and that was the first time I think that we've gotten to do that, just kind of sit back and watch with them without them having to partake because he was, you know, at that point you're it's a full blown you're you know you're with Venerini, they have what they need to go win races, and at that you know they were able to just kind of step back and enjoy it, and we were f- very fortunate enough to be able to sit with them during that. Um, you know, Cassie's crying while he's leading laps, like deservedly so. You know, the you know dad's there cheering him on, and uh, he gets fucking turned around by his own teammate. Um, what's her nuts there, uh, Gracie. Gracie Trotter, and uh, that that sucked. But like, 
That boy can drive a race car. He just they knew he, he was there. He's, he's good at what he does. That's probably like the, the whole time, even before he started leading laps. I was like, this is so bad. Like he was he was in the top five the entire time, and he was working the top, kind of forced to be on the top the entire time and making it work. Which yep. usually at that level, it's kind of just like a pride parade, and they're just which it turned into after that that wreck. Um, but but for the time that he was he was leading up there, or he was you know even just in contention, it was like damn. First ever, like I said, first ever super speedway race to Cassie, and she's like, "Well, we raced Kansas and Pocono last year, and it's like it's kind of it's not it's the same. It's, it's just you're pack racing, so you're you have to be like the tensions have to be higher, and right. and one thing, one bad push is just going to destroy you, or you know what you did, it, yeah, <laughs> which ended up <laughs> happening. Yeah, unfortunately, that whole situation. I mean, it, it, like weapon of the week for sure. I just don't. Between between Garrett the, Smithley and Gracie Trotter, they are front runners for weapon of the week. Yeah, yeah, like those are just two just dumb moves. I just don't understand the whole not letting off after you've initially hit him. Right. Like, because there was a car length back, even though her spotter said that she was getting pushed from behind. If she just let off and didn't finish him off, like he saved it, and then she fucking just drove right through him again. Like, yeah. holy fuck! Yeah. Um, then yeah. Garrett Smithley just right reared Brad Keselowski <laughs> into Noah. Yeah. So yeah, no, uh, those are my two submissions for weapon of the week. I think sure, that's but. probably a consensus pick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but but and we so that Saturday was cool. Obviously, being able to watch Noah and Derek the same day, just super bomb that we didn't get to new, new Smyrna. That would have been cool. But yeah, um, I, I'm I'm glad that I'm glad that he got to experience that again. You know, again, first two time or two two in a row champion for the first time in what like 20 years or something like that yeah. for the for the whole speed weeks deal. So congrats to those guys. Derek's obviously very good at what he does. Um, and that whole crew, this doesn't suck at all yeah. at, at anything, whether it's being good humans or whether it's racing cars or spotting cars or just taking pictures. doesn't matter. They're, they're all very good at what they do. And I'm glad to be a small part of, you know, that little, that little clan there and them accepting us for the, the shenanigans that we partake in. They're very easy to cheer for. Yes. And yes, um, yeah. they, they definitely watched uh, all of us cause a scene. Oh the my god! Second night yeah. that he won, <laughs> yeah. Because holy fuck! Actually, maybe it was the third night he won. Because he won a night that we weren't there. He must have won the night of uh, we went to Volusia. So that's like it was the third night that he won, I believe. We uh, we were causing a scene. <clears throat> um, we uh, we were doing a, a we we're doing some finger pointing, and we were coming up with new ones as we went. <laughs> um, and I kind of had forgotten that Cassidy and Lindsay were sitting above us. That's yeah. kind of where they had been sitting for the entire week. So I never even saw them like walk up, but I'm wearing my Derek Griffith shirt. I must not have been the only one either with a hat on or whatever, but the whole entire night we're being belligerent, just doing some finger pointing, doing some dancing for no reason in public. You know, we're, we're, we're just, just being just dumb. Dude, just, we're just being dumb. And, uh, so at one point we go, we send Josh to go to get white claws at the, uh, the beer stand. <clears throat> he comes back and he goes, this is a $60 box of White Claws. And we're like, oh, my God. That is, yeah, that's aggressive for sure. Forgot they were they were 5 bucks a piece, 12-pack. Like, it's like <laughs> 60 bucks for a box of White Claws. It's just <laughs> unreal. Uh, so it was definitely what we needed because we were kind of sober enough, uh, even though we still had alcohol. We just knew that it was going to be a long night, and uh, we are going to have to do some cheering for Derek. And a uh, friend of the program, Brian Healy, actually came and gave us White Claws as well Yeah, in a box. We like Brian. Yeah, he gave us like six or seven um, white claws that that uh, that first night, which really helped us. We uh, caused a scene or two, and luckily the, the guy who's well, who shirt a scene or three. Yeah, 
Yeah. Luckily, the guy who was on my shirt <laughs> while I was acting a fool uh, ended up winning, so I looked like less of an idiot. Yeah. Um, so thanks, Derek. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so that was that was kind of backtracking there, I guess. But then Sunday happens, and holy fuck! Uh, I mean, just unreal. Like we. <laughs> Our sleep schedule was so fucked up. We got there a little later than I think anyone anyone probably wanted to. Um, it was tough just getting home at 5 in the morning, 6 in the morning every single day and trying to get up and be stand-up humans for uh, 10 or 12 minutes before we get drunk again. But um, we uh, – yeah, I mean – the the race itself so it starts out and the, the i think the thing that i really it stood out to me was that that whole lap three deal that was cool um the, like so chills. you you had actually taken off for a second to go and get koozies or whatever and uh josh and i were just sitting in the stands there and we, we were sitting at like directly above the the restart zone there for the the big track for the 500 and we were also directly across from one of the giant jumbotrons and it was just something that, like, I had to piss the whole time, but I just wanted to experience the whole pre-race. Like, I had never been able to do that before. So we're watching Luke Holmes sing. We're watching, you know, them starting to do, like, the pre-race ceremonies and all that stuff. They they had made some incredible fucking montage videos and just the music that was going. And, you know, it goes back to what we've said even about the, you know, the Snowball Derby or, like, any any other race, like, it needs to be a show. It needs to be a spectacle. And this is obviously it's the grandest stage of them all. It's the Daytona 500. We're at the big, we're at the big track in Daytona and they fucking, they, d- they do it right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how else to say it. Like we were, we were sitting there and Josh and I looked at each other during one of the montage videos. And I'm like, Holy fuck. Like it actually gave me like goosebumps or whatever, which, you know, I don't, I don't have feelings ever really. And that I was like, Holy fuck. That is, that's just cool. So they did that. And, they started doing driver introductions and all that stuff. And you're like, fuck, like this is something that like I want to do. Like it, it may, it kind of made me turn into like a little kid again. Like I want to do that. I want to do that one day, which is a feeling that I haven't had in a long time. Like, you know, I, I love what I do. I love racing cars. I love doing, you know, short track things and all that stuff. But being at the Daytona 500, just, it turns you back into the little kid that made you want to do it all in the first place. I think one thing that we, we forgot to bring up that we probably should, was um, the night Noah was running the duel. Yep. He wrecks out. He's forced to go into the ambulance because his car is junked and he can't drive it back to the. Yeah, this pits. is a cool. This is cool. He's getting in and you kind of see him on the on the big screen and everyone saw it on the TV and he, it looked like he was mad and like he might go throw a helmet or something. But he likes helmets, so he would have never done that. Uh, well, maybe. Uh, but so it, it looked like he was kind of trying and kind of pissed and, you know, trying to make his way back up on the racetrack. And so when we talked to him after that night, we actually came, he came over and hung out with us for quite a while. And, uh, we were actually just watching the replay, uh, sitting in our Airbnb, which is wild. He yeah. literally just got off the track at Daytona. He's sitting on the floor of our Airbnb in front of all of us watching the race. That and, he was uh, just in. Yeah. That he was just a part of. <clears throat> and we were like, what were you, what were you doing there when you went to go talk to the track safety worker and stuff? And he's like. Uh, I just I turned around and I asked him if I could just you know stand there and just kind of take one last look and really soak it in because I just never thought I'd get the chance to run a cup car and we were like oh fuck yeah, yeah. it was it was pretty fucking cool actually yeah. like and the fact that he wanted like maybe not wanted to but that the fact that he was around us and wanted to be around us for that moment while we were watching it back like that was pretty fucking cool I like I literally we are at an Airbnb. A thousand feet from three strip clubs, which was dangerous to begin with, and we come back from the big track where 
you know, millions of people are watching on TV, watching the duels, watching all that stuff. Like, this is an event that we have all set aside every year that I can remember. Hey, we got to watch this tonight. Like, we, we sit down in front of a TV and we watch it. And we were fortunate enough to be there. And that was fucking cool by itself. But then, the very recent developments from, you know, going to the Derby, meeting people, just saying hi. Like, it never, it just, if it's somebody you want to meet, just go say hi. Because you never know what's going to happen. And we go and watch the duels and we come back to our Airbnb, humble Airbnb, with our, our Hoosier flag that may or may not have come from another racetrack. Oh, we got to find out what we're doing with that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm, sitting on, I'm sitting on the couch of what is our home for the week with my friends, my pals, whatever. And our, our newest pal, Noah, is just sitting on the floor like the rest of us. And it just shows how much of like an actual true human and true racer that these guys are. Like Noah Gregson, like he he's a he's a dub, just like the rest of us. But that motherfucker is smart. If you talk to him for you know, he and I have had, you know, forty five, fifty hour long conversations about like just cars, technical things, you know, what we like about it, like what why is it that we do what we do? And he is the same as the rest of us. He just gets a race on TV. And that motherfucker was sitting on the floor in front of our fucking coffee table watching the TV just like the rest of us, but he was in that race. That was fucking cool. Yep. And that was something that we all just got to kind of experience together. And, you know, while that was happening, you know, we have a trophy on the table from Derek Griffith. Like, it's been such a weird, wild, incredibly special week that, like, I just... I, I honestly like I just lo- I love everybody that's been able to be a part of it. I think that Bobby worded it right when he left. He tweeted out, "Take whatever negative opinion you've got of Noah Gregson and throw it away." Got to meet him a few times this week, and he's a dude, a real racer, and deserved to be in the Daytona 500 this weekend. And that, like, I think that was yep. kind of off of wh- what he was saying about going into the the uh, ambulance there yep. and why he turned around and said that. So, no, it was cool. It's just it, it, being able to experience these things with with all of my friends. And our friend Noah, you know, it's, yeah. it was just wild week. Um, sucks we weren't able to watch him in uh, the Daytona 500 because he de- did deserve to be there. He was in the spot to make the race, but Garrett's 35th lead decided that he, he was, was in right the show rear. taking the white. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> he was decided that he was going to go right rear him, but that's what it is. Daytona yeah. 500 was. Uh, the, the special part about racing is that not only do you have the incredibly highest of highs and triumphs of trophies and celebrations and you know boozing with your friends and having a good time but you also have the incredibly lowest of lows and valleys of which you know it it sucks but it gives you the opportunity to you know get the shovel dig yourself back out of the hole and fucking actually do it the next time so there is absolutely zero doubt in my mind just getting to know him that the way that we have the last little little couple few three four three months whatever it's been that that motherfucker he's gonna drive he's gonna drive cup cars he's gonna be in the daytona 500 he's gonna do some cool stuff we have met multiple other people thad moffitt we've met you know uh jack wood we've met all sorts of people andy jankowiak throughout you know just going to atlantic city things like that that you know these are these are special guys doing special things in special situations that are gonna fucking wheel the piss out of some stuff and that's why they're getting to do what they do. You know, they, they don't suck at what they do. They're all, they're all just racers. They're all just like us. They all, they all live in apartments or houses just like us. They fucking put clothes on just like us. They, they drink beers just like us. And, you know, they get to race. They just get to do it on TV. And we get to watch. And that's fucking cool. 
One thing before we move into the Daytona 500 that <clears throat> I'd probably be pretty remiss to not speak of, which I believe was Saturday night or Sunday morning. Um, I went to Waffle House with Travis Braden. Yes. Who and I had met five Travis minutes Braden. before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was me, Scene Foster, Travis Braden, and, and Jess, Mrs. Travis Braden there. She's pretty popular on the socials as well. I'm sure that all two of our female listeners know who she is. Yes. Uh, th- what is life? I don't know. Because that was pretty wild. Um, but we've also gotten to do stuff like that where we've had the Noah Gragsons. We've had the Bailey Currys that we've hung out with. We've had the you know Thad Moffitts. We've had the Jack Woods. We've had the Derek Griffiths. We've had all those things. But like also while doing that, you know, I met up with somebody that I went to high school with today <laughs> just because she lives around here. You know, like I've got, I got to see people that I haven't seen in 10 years, you know, Taylor Maddie, I got to see her for the first time when we were down at the Derby for the first time in probably four or five years. Her dad now is coming down with her with the Daytona 500. I got, I bullied them into staying for another day. It's like, when are we going to do this? Like, we don't, like, we all say we're going to do this next year. We plan on it. Like, and we probably will, but we don't know that for sure. We never do. And, you know, very recent events have proven to me that, like, you know, although I have no regrets, I have no missed opportunities with, uh, my father and I or anything like that, but it's, it's, it's just proven to me or beaten the fact into my head of like, if there's something you ever want to do, go fucking do it. Just do it. You'll, you'll, if there's any repercussions or ramifications that are negative in any sort of way, we will figure it out afterwards. But if there's a story to be had or to be told after the fact, or there's something that you need to do that you just haven't done before, do it. Just fucking do it. This week has been so incredible having, you know, my closest friends around me, meeting all these people, doing all these things that we have done, making stories that I will be able to bounce some fucking asshole that I have made on my on my knee someday and tell him these fucking shenanigans. And that's part of why I do this this podcast with you because I don't know if I'm ever gonna lose my mind. The shit that <laughs> the shit that we do, I'm pretty sure we're gonna have some form of organ failure. Mine might be my brain. I don't know. But this is a this is a, a recorded fucking chunk of history in my life that i hope maybe maybe somebody will want to listen to someday and that that's just cool to me and that's that makes it maybe more real and the fact that we're watching the daytona 500 right now in our living room where michael mcdowell won my first daytona 500 michael mcdowell won that doesn't make sense um is on in the background but the track is also five minutes down the road you know it's been a weird week oh very weird 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 week uh one thing that i do have to say about our uh breakfast at waffle house that i think our listeners will enjoy quite a bit was while i was incoherent i became coherent for very quickly in time to be like sir when are you gonna run the oxer 250 and i was informed that that is on their schedule this year oh shit so that's fun (laughs) there it is (laughs) that's uh yeah uh whether that's actually a thing or not uh, it could be, you yeah. know, it, it obviously plans change. Things happen. Yep. Schedules are an issue. So, um, schedules are always fluid. Yeah. So hopefully that ends up happening. I, I know that there's tons of listeners that have, that have asked, asked them. Um, I remember being at, uh, Jennerstown last year with a friend of the program, Mike Rainville. And he, uh, he was, he said he was going to go over and ask Travis when he was going to run the two fifty. And uh, just never ended up doing it. So he sent out a couple of tweets asking him. And he did tell us, or did tell me, I guess me and Sean uh, were the only ones there Sean at that time. I. All right. 
<laughs> just show myself to the door. But uh, yeah, so that that was cool. And before we really just talk about the last thing, kind of of our weekend, uh, the Daytona 500. Thad Moffat is wicked cool people. The um, coolest of cool people. Yeah. So that uh, that happened. We we met Freddie Kraft, also wicked cool people. Um, like I said, Travis Braden, cool. Um, Taylor and Doug Matt, Doug Maddie. Yeah. Caused a scene with us the other night. Yes. And I love that man. Yes. <laughs> I love that man very much after the last, last night or so that we've yes. had with him. Yes. Um, yeah, we, I think that he, uh, he recognized the situation, maybe wanted to just partake in it, be a part of it. And he fucking was. <laughs> yeah. Doug Maddie. Holy fuck. We're going to, we're going to try and get him on the race car. I think we're going to try and get them out to the Northeast. We're going to get them to the two fifty. We're gonna we're gonna have those guys uh, come out and party with us, Doug Taylor. If you're listening, I'm sure you are, Mrs. Ta- or Mr. Taylor. There, uh, you guys got to come out to New England. We're gonna show you guys a good time because we fucking owe you one for sure. <laughs> so the Daytona 500, yes, that happened Sunday. Uh, that was that was fun. The the uh, fact that they wrecked about half the field on lap 14 was kind of an issue. Yeah, um, would have been a much better race, I would say. Uh, you'd, obviously, you'd think if that didn't happen because they wrecked literally half the field. Um, and I don't know how many cars ended up finishing the race, but between just damaged race cars and whatever cars were actually left on the track, there wasn't many that were on the lead lap to begin with. Um, but, yeah, so they wrecked everything on lap 14 and a lap about lap, well, I guess lap 15 or 16 probably while they were rolling around into yellow. The rains came. And holy fuck, did they not stop. Uh <laughs> We were uh, we're standing up in the stands, and again, we're we're sitting very high up um, because people know who we are. That was a joke. We spent money on the tickets, but uh, we were we were sitting on in row four thirty nine, or row thirty nine of section four thirty, whatever you get it. And you, that's that's one row from as high as you can possibly go, right? And so we can see the thunder and the lightning coming from a mile away, and. The guy over the PA system keeps going like, hey, you know, fans, get like, take cover, get out of the stands, and, you know, there's lightning coming and blah, blah, blah. And the lightning was there for sure. But the immediate thought of uh, four drunk humans in the grandstands was definitely not to take cover while everyone else was scurrying towards the exit ways. uh, Josh Merrill put on Thunderstruck by ACDC, and we decided we were going to dance. And on then, the 40th row. <laughs> and then I believe Thunder by uh, Imagine Dragons or Imagine yes. Dragons also came on. Yes. So. And by the time that Thunderstruck had played twice and we got a little bit of the dancing out of our system and then Imagine Dragons started playing <laughs> Lightning while we were right next to us. <laughs> <laughs> while we were standing up on the top row, it monsooned. Um, so that was fun. We uh, we had just enough alcohol probably to make it to about the end of stage 1, maybe. Um, if we were lucky. So we were like, wow, this is going to be, this is going to be at least a two hour long rain delay. So we, we go out and we're like, I was like, let's play, uh, let's do a little bit of rock, paper, scissors. So you asked to walk across the street to Seven Eleven and go get some trolleys. So, um, you lost. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go across the street to Seven Eleven. We had a four way tournament. Um, and by then friend of the program, Brian Healy, again, had found us at Daytona. He comes with me for the walk out to the car, rental car, we move it. Uh, we sit there for a little while because it, it started raining even harder, and then it stopped raining a little bit. We uh, well, we drove we drove over to Seven Eleven because it's literally like you could throw a rock and hit it, but uh, walking in the rain didn't seem fun. He bought us uh, three cases of Trulies, and we had just gotten these really shitty bags uh, from Toyota, very convenient shitty bags, if you will. 
And uh, those were going to be our cooler. So we ended up using um, those bags to fill it completely to the brim with Trulies. And we had one for the walk. And we had two in our sweat in our sweatshirt pocket deal. So we walk up, and we weren't causing a scene at all. No. Um, a scene foster, if you will. Yeah. Yep. So, so that was a couple, two, three uh, alcohols that may, have, may or may not have been consumed. Rain delay lasted over five hours. We're just sitting there, nothing else to do other than eat overpriced food and uh, the uh, drink all the Trulies, I guess. But the race, you know, ends up going back green. And where at that, at that point, we're we're all you're just along for the ride. We're not we're not going to leave the stands. Obviously, that's why we said posted it on the story run or the BFP story. I think run the damn thing at 10 p.m. Well, started around nine nine thirty. So they did. Uh, ran into Monday. Uh, ran into this morning and. Uh, Kind of an uneventful race, obviously. Not many cars, but at the end, holy shit. Uh, kind of well, you were falling it. asleep. Yeah. And about 10 to go, I was like, Brad, you should probably wake up. Like, something cool is about to happen. Yeah. And they were running single file for probably too long, and they didn't. nobody waited to make a move until probably it was too late. And they were, you know, last lap, backstretch down the, the super stretch there. And, you know, Logano, I think, was trying to block Brad Kozlowski, and Kozlowski tried to like do a uh, crossover then also block at the same time and he tagged joey and then mcdowell tagged brad and fucking all hell broke loose they went down the backstretch mcdowell came out pretty much unscathed honestly despite the car being fucked up from other accidents and stuff but it wiped out a lot of shit we saw like we literally saw that ball of flames in person that was kind of fucking crazy yeah uh, Brad, Brad Kozlowski ended up fucking tagging the catch fence, fucking ripped the fuel cell out of it. Like, that thing was fucked. Like, it went right by us. People have seen pictures of it, but that thing was fucked. Uh, Kyle Busch got smoked right in the driver's door. Like, that, that was a lot of hard hits by a lot of people all at once. Like, that, we, we had counted, I think, like, in slow-mo, there was probably, like, 11 or 12 really hard fucking hits in that in that one little incident there. And, a uh, friend of the program, Ryan Priest, he another one really hard fucking hit in the outside wall. He drug that thing back around the front stretch to cross the line in sixth. Um, you know, yeah, uh, you know, texted him saying like, "Hey, congratulations!" Say, you know, glad you're all right. You know, you, that was pretty fucking hard. He also had some wild maneuvers early on too. That first wreck, he there was no way that a piece of paper could have even fit between him and I think it was Tyler Reddick, uh, bebopping around the wreck there. And I was like, there is 0% chance you didn't poop in the seat. He's like, I need wipes. <laughs> and he caught now wipes. So, um, yeah, no, it, it's, uh, it's like I said, I, I can't, I can't stress enough. It's been cool. Um, we got to, I got to go to the Daytona 500. I've never done that before. That was pretty fucking cool. Yep. Yeah. Michael McDowell wins. And, and, and forever, forever I will have gone to the Daytona 500, the Michael fucking McDowell one, yep. which to go with that, uh, to add to stats and facts that don't make sense, Michael McDowell now, uh, current NASCAR Cup Series point leader, current NASCAR Cup Series uh, uh, Daytona 500 winner, and is also going to the playoffs. So good for Michael McDowell. He's also I, I kind of like him because he's kind of fat. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of chubby. He's uh, he's he's certainly paid his dues. I think he's. He's done what he needs to do. He he drives for kind of a shitbox team with with uh, Front Row Motorsports. There, he's he, he good little plate racer, like you said earlier. He's finished second probably a couple two three times now, and now he finally fucking pulled one off somehow, uh, right in front of us 
after midnight. Now he has that cool trophy. So good for good for Michael Mickey. Yeah. Things you don't hate. Mickey to see. Michael. Whatever his That's name a very is. popular win. Uh, to the point where my voice is now shot. Um, and I also spiked my head as I'm a huge Chase Elliott fan. Uh, have been said it a while, said it for a while. I also had money on Chase Elliott. I think I had put like fifty bucks on him to win. I also no, I pay. I only put thirty dollars on him. I had forty dollars on Priest that Brian Healy and I split uh, on the walk because we realized that we were going to find a way to bet. So I messaged a friend of the program, Brant Young, said, "Hey, will you mind putting in a bet for me?" And he's like, "Yeah, what do you want?" And I was like, "I don't know. Put like ten bucks on Priest." And he goes, all right. And he's like, that's 10 bucks to pay. Like, uh, it was something crazy. It was like 2000 I'm like, holy fuck. Really? Yeah. So I'm like, I'll put 40 on him. And Brian was like, I'll give you 20 He's like, all right. So we were going to split it. And I was going to pay like $5,168 like <laughs> if he won. I was like, oh, my God. For 40 bucks. He tried like hell. Yeah. Fucking came close. I had money on Who- Chase. Whoever bet on McDowell. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah on your new house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I I had money on Chase. Uh, I'm a Chase fan. Would have been cool to watch Chase win the win the Daytona 500 after winning the championship last year. But when Michael McDowell won, I've never been more happy in the stands of a racetrack in my life. I literally took my headset off, threw it, like spiked it on the ground, and was like, "Oh my fucking god!" Michael McDowell just won the Daytona 500. <laughs> yeah. I was so pumped, uh, and I think that everyone else was as well. It makes it way worth, way more worth staying up for than if fucking Slowy Logano fucking ended up winning the damn yeah, thing. So. Or Danny Hamlin or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, it always is these races. These races seem to be kind of weird. The, the races that Our last, lives are until, weird, pal. last until the very end or, you know, very late at night or whatever. But, yeah, if I keep talking, my voice is going to is gonna. Are stop. we done? Think? I think so. I think this There's has been 102. Stories that we, Dude, we're not, haven't. We, we haven't even really scratched the surface on the stories that, that can be told from this weekend. Yeah. But I just want it to be known that we are sitting at our kitchen dining room table at our Airbnb yet again with a trophy from Derek Griffith while wearing Noah Gragson hats with a Hoosier racing flag on our uh, outdoor table in the back there, which has been our, our homing beacon uh, the whole week. Um, you know, I'm sitting here with, with you, Bradley, and you, Reagan. Um, we've had Bobby down here. We've had Sean Foster. We've you know touched base with Ryan Priest, Thad Moffitt. Uh, Noah Gregson, you know, we uh, got Braden. to meet Travis Braden. I spoke to Stuart Friesen very briefly. Um, it, it's been an incredible week, and the way that it started off was very, very, very shitty. Uh, and uh, me personally, Charlie here, uh, everybody who has reached out, had something to say, uh, simply not said anything, but had an action of some sort, um, to all those involved with doing the stickers, the trophies, uh, just, uh, thank you. That's, that's all I have to say. You know, Noah, thank you for, for doing that stuff on the cup race. Thank you for doing that, you know, for the Xfinity race. It wasn't the end result we wanted, but the fact that my dad did laps around Daytona is pretty fucking cool. The fact that he did laps around, uh, New Smyrna with Derek, very fucking cool. Um, we've had a lot of special memories, special moments. Um, I just love you guys. I do. And, uh, before (laughs) before I start crying here, I think that, um, oh fuck. Uh, Sean Foster should, uh, just say race car, race car. Here we go. Race car. And then listen to that fucking noise that we have every time. Race car, race car. Here we go. Race car. (laughs) 